Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. home of the black and gold SNR. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Arthur Motes, Wesley Yuli here for the final segment of today's episode right here on Steelers Nation Radio. This little thing we like to call the Steelers Blitz, where we always have a lot of fun, baby. But we love to talk Steelers football, more importantly. And we happen to have one of our receivers by the name of Chase Claypool back in the headlines, baby. But this time, I personally think that it's for a positive reason. Okay. You know, he was uh he was on a podcast. Uh, I forgot which one. I think it was the I Am Athlete. I believe it that's was. the one. Correct. Correct. Yeah, but um, you know, they were just talking uh just about his career, man. Some of the things uh, that he's been experiencing. Obviously, talk about Dwayne Haskins' situation as well. But the thing that has made headlines was he had made a comment that he feels like he is a top three receiver in the wire uh, in the NFL today. And, of course, you get the reactions, right? You get the overreactions to, oh, yeah, man, he definitely talked three. You know why? Because he played for the Steelers. Yeah, black and gold, baby. All right, that was one reaction. <laughs> then you had the other reaction. Oh, man, he crazy. He ain't top three on his team. That was another reaction. Then it was, oh, my God, he's too confident. Then it was, oh, my God, I think he's over overconfident. But that's what they say, Wes. I don't care about what they say. I don't Somebody once said you're not supposed to listen to what others say, you know? I want to hear which – I want to listen to you. I want to know how you feel, player, player. How you feel about Mr. Chase Claypool saying he's top three. Do you like that confidence? Do you think that it's accurate? Is this something that concerns you? No, it does not concern me. Um, I also do not think it's accurate. I don't – I don't have a problem with the confidence. I've I've said to you a lot of times, I prefer my athletes to have air, uh, confidence bordering on arrogance. So Talk about it. If I was going to crush Chase Claypool for that, I would just be being a massive hypocrite over here. I'm not surprised by the reaction. It's the middle to the end of June. Football is a year-long entity. You've got shows like ours who do shows year-round. You've got people writing stories. You've got podcasts. You've got TV shows, all this different stuff. I'm not surprised that this was was ran with and made into a huge story. But 
why what what do you want Chase Claypool to say? Honestly. And you and I, listen, people on this show, they can accuse us of a couple things, all right? They can accuse us of being Devin Bush apologists, all right? Whoa, whoa, hey now. But they can't accuse us of being Chase Claypool apologists, all right? You and yeah, I Yeah, definitely have, I can accuse you of that one. Mm. You, yep. you and I have, have have said, you know, some some critiques of the the mostly the young man's performances. You know, so, not, some not might say we have been critical of critical his at, times, at times. Yes, yes. You know, and 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 we we had some discussion about Chase Claypool. You know, this time last year when there was the incident at him at that at that dining establishment bar or whatever it was, and the little yeah. the little scuffle out in I believe it was California uh, last year. We've you know we've discussed all these things. We you can accuse us of being apologists for some guys. I don't think Chase Claypool is one of them. But this, for me, is this is not something for me to get worked up about. I, again, like I said, I understand why it was all in the headlines and everything. But what do you want him to say? Oh, man, you know, Jamar Chase, I'm nowhere near as good as that guy. I tell, Cooper Cup, did you guys see what Cooper Cup did this year? I don't belong on the same football field as him. I mean, do we even play the same sport? I, what do you want him to say? You know, he was a highly recruited uh, guy out of high school. He went to Notre Dame, you know, one of the most prestigious institutions, one of the blue yeah, ones. It's, it's, it's not James Madison or, or West Virginia, it but it's all right, J- though. It's it all right. JMU or WVU, all right? Yeah, it's all right, I mean, though. It's all right. Although, hey, the last time Notre Dame won a national championship, they did beat my Mountaineers in the, in the Natty Championship uh, game. But stop, I stop, stop bringing up old stuff. Stop, yeah, stop bringing up old stuff. Let's not talk about yeah. that pain of 1989. Um, yeah. He, he, he highly touted recruit. Went to one of the the blue blood massive institutions. Was a second round draft pick. You know, um, he he's confident in his abilities for a reason, as he should be. I I don't agree with him that he's a top three receiver in the league. I mean, you know, I, I could I could name some. So I just named two in Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase that I clearly think are better. I, I could find some others on that list pretty easily. But I like the confidence. I like the belief in his own abilities, and while I might not think that he's a top three receiver in the league, Arthur Motes, I certainly uh, believe that Chase Claypool has another level to his game that we haven't seen yet, Um, and that if he gets there, that he can be thought of as one of the better receivers in the NFL. I don't want to put a top five, top ten, anything like that on it, but that he can be... Top five, top five. Top five, top five. You know, that he can be perceived as one of the solid wide receivers around the National Football League who has a very good 10-year career, 12-year career, 15-year career. I can certainly see Chase Claypool being that guy. Uh, So you know what? He was asked about it. What do you want him to do? Shy away from it? You might not love the answer. You might think, oh, there's Chase Claypool talking nonsense again. But I, I don't think this is anything to be worried about if you're a Steeler fan. In fact, it's the opposite. Particularly at that position at wide receiver, I want guys with with confidence bordering on arrogance. I'm 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 all right. Chase has done plenty of things that I've criticized in the past. I'm all right with this. This ain't gonna be one of them. Yeah, man. When you talk about you know him saying that he's a top three player in the league, it's confidence. You want that, or he's speaking it into existence. You want that. Yeah. Either way, I like the positive mindset. I like the optimism associated with that statement now is it accurate of course we're i mean i don't agree with it obviously you just said you don't agree with it and it would be hard to make a legitimate argument a legitimate case that he is a top three receiver in the nfl if we're talking about a literal stance or from a literal perspective right but the confidence you can't fault the confidence you want a guy that believes in himself because at the end of the day you got to be the one to believe in yourself because there are plenty of times where 
your teammates are going to doubt you. Your coaches have to doubt you. Shoot, it's been times that your, your wife or your girlfriend might doubt you. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you got to be the guy. Your mother might doubt you. Talk to Charlie Batch. I mean, it's been times where he tells a story about that, man. But to me, you got to believe in yourself when nobody else will. You got to say, hey, man, I'm the greatest before anyone else ever believes you're the greatest. Hmm. And I think that that's what he's trying to accomplish. Or he's trying to, you know, walk around with that mindset. And it's important, though, that when you talk about that mindset, because I had a similar mindset, but it's important that you have a balance with it. Hmm. It can't just be you have this type of confidence, but you don't have the work ethic. You don't have the discipline and the consistency to turn that statement into a reality. It's the difference when you make statements and you walk around with confidence, borderlining arrogance, but you don't have a work ethic that is going to match that, that's going to put you in position to reap that, to actually walk into that. And that's the only thing that I'm concerned when you talk about this. If we, if we say, hey, man, if you had to play devil's advocate, get to it. That's sure. all that I would say sure. is just don't just throw that out there and think that that's enough. Don't be a guy you that, back, you know, you, you have lofty goals, right? You got to back that stuff up. And it's like I said, it's not a negative, but you have to be ready to put that work in because otherwise – it just becomes words put out there in the atmosphere and we will never take you serious. You right. know, when right. the more and more you speak, it's like, man, all right, one minute is this. Now it's this. All right. Now he's saying this. It's like, well, man, are we going to get anything that's going to have like action behind the way that you speak? And that's the part that we're trying to see. So hopefully, you know, that will come to fruition this season hopefully yeah. this will be the year for him because we all agree he has the talent he has the intangibles he the size speed combination we've seen the productivity we've seen the versatility in his productivity whether it be him you know his rookie year and, and the way that he was able to score touchdowns from a multitude of ways or whether we're talking last year where he was more of a traditional receiver and the productivity associated with that part of his game i think that man if chase is motivated if chase stays healthy and if chase can be focused and be accountable. Those are the things that have to happen. If he can do those things, and that doesn't take any extra work. I'm not asking him to do anything no, we have no. not seen him do before. We don't think that he's capable of. We're just saying that he's going to have to do these things every single time because that is the difference between an okay receiver and a good yes. receiver, yes. a good receiver and a great receiver a great receiver and a top three receiver, which is elite. Mm -hmm. No, you, plenty you're 100%. people have those expectations. Plenty of people talk about it, but you, you have to check all those boxes consistently to actually make that a reality. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I, when you say that, I kind of think about like that to me was always the difference when they, when they were both two of the best receivers in the NFL and Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham jr. That was mm -hmm. always that was always the difference to me that that put AB at a at a clear step ahead was yep. that man Odell Beckham Jr. had his games where he was unguardable he was unplayable he was taken mm -hmm. over, but he also had his weeks where he was pretty quiet and 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 didn't do much out there. Antonio Brown every single week. Julio what, Jones. What was the streak? Seven for seven. Oh, is it five for seventy? How long that streak? Five left? for seventy for what? In the teens, like, I believe. Sheesh. Um, yeah. Julio Jones, every single week, you knew mm -hmm. what you were getting. Whether it was Sunday at 1 o'clock, Sunday at 8 o'clock, yep. Monday evening, Thursday evening, Tuesday morning football during the COVID year, whatever we were playing there too, 
that you're, you're absolutely right. You can you can be a top three wide receiver on a given week in the NFL, mm-hmm. but to but to be that guy consistently, it's 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 got to it's got to be every single week. It's got to be consistent. Yeah. And you're right. It's it's good to have confidence, but if you don't back that up and put in that work, in that time, in that effort to achieve that consistency, and not just do it in spurts, not just show it in flashes a few times a year, then maybe that's when you can do the devil's advocate thing, right? And say like it it can be false bravado more than just confidence. Um, but that is you know that is what we're all eagerly awaiting to see. Um, and what you said, I mean, it's going to be a revamped offense, new quarterback, more under Matt Canada. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster is no longer here. Um, you know, hey, for all those reasons, the opportunity is certainly there for Chase. And you and I, I think this is another thing that we talked about a little bit during OTAs and minicamp. Chase Claypool goes out there and has a monster year. He could be your number one very easily. Now, they could say, Deontay Johnson, thank you. You know, thank you for your service. We appreciate your time. You're a great, great wide receiver. We just don't want to pay you what the market dictates right now right. because we still have Chase Claypool on his rookie contract because George Pickens had an encouraging, you know, rookie season if, if that happens this year. But, yeah, I mean, Chase Claypool could – he could do a lot for himself, obviously, but for the Steelers as well too and for the whoever the new quarterback is going to be if he's able to put in one of those consistent 17-week performances, like you said, that we know he's capable of. And and maybe that is realistically not one of the top two or three receivers in the league. But if he does that, he is, like I said, going to be one of the better wide receivers in the NFL. And I think we can all agree, no matter where you're at on all this, that he he has that pedigree. He, he can certainly be yeah. one of these wide receivers that is making plays every single Sunday. I ain't saying he's going to be A.B. or Julio Jones, but he can be pretty darn good. He certainly has the capability. He's got the belief in himself. All right, go out there and show it to us. Yeah, now, I guess the next part of this question is, though, what does that even look like for Chase ah, specifically? I'm glad you went there. What does that look like? So, you know, can, can that- we put a, 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 like, do you put a value on that? Is it an eyeball testing? Is it a field thing? Like, how are you working with it? Well, it's, a, it's always a little bit of both, right? Because you do have to just pass the eyeball test in that regard. But we also know you got, you got to put up the yards, you got to put up the catches, you got to score touchdowns. Mm. That's all part of it as well, too. Um, one thing, though, that was key to me, Motsi, and I'm glad that you, you said that because it, it kind of, you know, gave me a, a chance here to, to remember this. In that episode of, of the I Am Athlete podcast that Chase Claypool was on, obviously the, the sound bite that was played everywhere, the part that was getting the headlines, was him saying, I'm a top three receiver in the league. But it wasn't like he just did a 90-second podcast and that's all he said. And then he was Correct. like, all right, Brandon He said a Marshall, lot more than that. Brandon yes. Marshall, see you, see you later, guys. I'm out. All right, thanks for having me. One of the things that he said in that podcast as well, and if you didn't like the, the confidence from Chase Claypool or what you might think arrogance, false bravado, whatever you want to label it as, one of the things that he said in that podcast that I know everybody will like was he admitted, he said, I know I need to channel my emotions better on the football field. That yep. stuff of me pointing back and forth with Kevin Byard and, so, and, the, and the snap stuff that happened in Minnesota and some of these moments where we've seen in Chase Claypool's career where it just didn't seem like he was completely dialed in in between the ears, right? Mm-hmm. He, he addressed that in this podcast as well, too. He said, I need to channel my emotions better on the field. I think that will go a long way in this as well, too, Motsi. You, you and I, we both love the back and forth. We love the trash talk. We love the ancillary stuff. 
And some guys can do that and, and continue to play at a very high level. For other guys, though, it's got to be more bottled up. It's got to be more, you know, channeled in, in that regard. And then you release it in the proper avenues and at the right times. I think Chase Claypool might be one of those guys that's the latter. You know, can't necessarily play on that emotional edge as, as much as maybe he would in high school and in college. He's got to channel it more. He's got to dial it in and use it at the right moments. Um you know, for him to say, I, I wear my emotions, you know, to admit that he wears his emotions on his sleeve and he needs to do a better job of controlling that and channeling that on the field, I think that would go a long way in, in all of this as well, too. Yeah, man, when you talk about the management of his emotions, that is key. Because I think of, you know, just the emotional players that we've seen come here in Pittsburgh and the different styles of them, whether it's the Joey Porter style emotion. Yep. Whether it's the Troy Palomalu style of motion, Antonio Brown style of motion, Hines Ward. all three of those players, Hines, all of those players, very emotional, but different in terms of how they would display it and different in terms of how they would utilize it. I think for Chaseman, he just has to find that balance because you don't want him to be a robot. You don't want him to be emotionless because Correct. that takes away from the fun of the game. That takes away from your passion. When you're passionate about something, you're going to react. You're going to get excited. You're going to get frustrated. And it's going to be more than your typical or normal, sort to speak, reactions, right? But I don't think that's a negative for Chase. I just think for him, man, he just has to understand that, yes, be emotional, compete. You're ultra competitive. And that's not a bad thing. But it's the trying to show guys up. That's where you get in trouble. It's the difference between competitive or competing and trying to show a guy up all the time because that was the Tennessee situation where he's going back and forth pointing with the guy. It's like, man, you don't need to do that. When you talk about the Vikings scenario, that's that type of stuff where it's like, yo, he wants to show the guys up so yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. You're hungry. You want to prove that you're this guy. But there are other ways to do it. There, And not even the Larry Fitzgerald, oh, let your play do the talk and just hand the ball. But think about Antonio Brown. We hardly ever saw Antonio Brown going back and forth with opposition. We saw Antonio Brown celebrate a ton, though, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We've never had issues with celebrations. Nope. We have issues when the celebrating and the emotion is a distraction or it's a detriment to the team's productivity and the team's success. Correct. A.B., he, he, I mean, he, he going to celebrate first downs. A.B. was celebrating touchdowns. That's A.B. He flexing out the big catches. But he was also a consistent and productive player. And if Chase can't get to that form, well, man, he's going to be able to do the exact same. Maybe not to the full extent. We don't want the full extent, A.B. But <laughs> he'll be able to go to the extent of being able to be demonstrative without being villainized for it. I I think that's a great way to put it. There, that That is that you just, I mean, you you summed it up perfectly there. That's That's what Antonio Brown did so well. That's what... All right, some of our older old school listeners might not like this. That's what Michael Irvin did so well too, man. Yeah. Like those guys saved their celebrating for when there was mm -hmm. you couldn't clap back at them because they just scored a touchdown in the end zone and what are you going to do? Because they, they just scored a bomb for 50. What you what they, you going to say to that? What 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 are you going to do, right? Um yeah. you know, not in in one of the, those those other type of situations that you were labeling there. You know, uh, Michael Irvin had the famous line, if you don't like me dancing, don't let me get in the end zone. You know, I, I mean yeah. It's, it, it's it's that simple when you get to that level, when you get to that point. But you, I, I think you want to let your play do the talking until you get there. 
right? When you yeah. when you have that big success, when you make a massive catch for a first down in a big moment, when you have the 50-yard bomb, when you moss somebody in the end zone or break somebody in the end zone's ankles for a touchdown, show us that emotion. Show us show us that yeah. passion and, and, and everything. Um, but there's you're you're absolutely right. There's there's something to be said for channeling it in the right avenues and just not always going back and forth with the guy who's lining up across from you. Yeah. And I would definitely agree with that right there, man. But to me, man, as a whole, I think that this is a good step for Chase, though, in terms yeah. of confidence. Yeah. But just keep that work ethic, get a little bit more discipline, like I said, with those emotions. And after that, man, I think everything takes care of itself, man. So that's kind of like where I ended with Chase, man. But still very optimistic and excited about him. I mean, him getting to a top three level is only going to be a great situation for us Pittsburgh Absolutely. Steelers fans, man, without a doubt. But and, with that being I mean, said, tell you man, what, you get you get him and Deontay yeah. playing to their potential this season, mm-hmm. um, and and this offense could come together maybe much quicker than all of us anticipated. No, they definitely could, man. They definitely could. But with that being said, as I look at my clock, baby, Uh-oh. it tells me, oh yeah, baby, we done. So let me give a big time shout out to my producer. You know, keeping us extra crispy on the ones and twos, Mister Wesley Euler. Hey, nothing can keep us apart, baby. Well, hey now, sunshine, don't you get all emotional on me just yet? Because ain't no mountain far enough, or ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley wide enough, and ain't no river wide enough to keep me from my partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. Shout out to my co-host right there doing what he always does. Power grid, megawatts. I know y'all couldn't be with us live, but y'all are here with us in spirit. So we greatly appreciate y'all tuning in with us as well, man. Y'all stay safe out there. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7, home of the Black and Gold. Stellars Nation Radio. And there it is. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.